0: is intended for mature audiences and contains adult content, graphic language, graphic violence, nudity, and strong sexual content. Viewer discretion is advised. Like, we'll leave it up to you. But you gotta know about this stuff before getting into this whole thing, you know? I mean, straight up, One guy gets his face bitten off by a raccoon, and we show it. Oh, man, do we show it. Real big close-up. And we spoke to a scientist to make sure it was, you know, physically correct and whatever. We said, hey, scientist guy, like, how much damage could a raccoon realistically do? And he told us a a lot. Hey guys, we kind of have a special thing coming to you today. Um, it's cool. Um, I got a special guest with me today. Um, it's it's North Lebanon. And uh, how you doing this morning, bud?
1: Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you,
0: man? Man, I'm I'm doing really well. Uh, I woke up this morning. I wasn't feeling the best, so I took uh, today off of work. And we ran into each other. Um, actually, do you wanna do you wanna talk about who you are inside the game and like who you fly for?
1: I started playing this game a year and a half ago by the name North Lebanon. I enjoy this playing uh, this game a lot because I'm obsessed with Jets and I don't have a gaming PC. So I thought, why not playing a game like a simulator on your phone? And I um, started playing ever since. I play for uh, the Squadron Edge 2 and uh, our friend's War Dog. Yeah. So, uh,
0: Dude, and that's, that's how we met. Again. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a long story with War Dogs. Like um,
1: I, I didn't. I didn't think for, for once that I'd make like, friends and new people through a game. It never happened with me before.
0: Right. But yeah, I'm, well, and I'm glad it happened. This is, this is why this podcast exists, actually. You know, I was having these conversations. Uh, we were talking a little bit in the pre-interview. But I've, I've had these conversations for over a year now, almost two years. And uh, one day I was like, you know, I'd love to record these so people could come back and listen to them. Or even new people, and then it kind of rolled into a podcast. Um, in fact, the reason why Cakes isn't here today, or Duke, is uh, it's so early. I just didn't want to bother him. Um, mm-hmm. So, back to the War Dogs thing. So, in case you didn't yes. know, i I was one of the, the the main three that started War Dogs back when War Dogs had three Diamond squads, stuff like that. Um, and All I right. just re- Yeah, yeah. Well, I just recently came back because Mama, I recruited Mama. I recruited all probably those generals that are in there. Natasha, all of them. So, you're Um,
1: the commander of the advisor that started the squadron?
0: I I was just the guy that started it. Yeah, I'm not a commander. I'm just kind of like most of my time's eaten up by the podcast, but I fly in there uh, like Gold League and stuff when I have time. And yeah, but.
1: That's new for me, but I'm not surprised. Like, you seem like a nice person, and everyone uh, likes to chat and uh, be a friend with you, so. It's not
0: very surprising for me. Uh, it's so much easier for me because I, I do. I care about everybody, even the infamous, you know, on the game. I think everybody has a role. But uh, – yeah. and, and to explain, guys, so the reason why I asked North to come on and he, he did this at, you know, literally I asked and he said, yeah, I can do it real quick. So North actually, um, you want to kind of explain, basically you, you're you a resident of Ukraine most of the time, right?
1: Yes, I spent the last seven years living in Ukraine. Yeah, and you're a... As a medicine student.
0: I was going to say, yeah. You want to talk a little bit about about what uh, you're hoping to be, like, uh, school-wise?
1: Yeah, I wanted to... um, I still want to finish general medicine and maybe uh, be a surgeon, uh, neurology, nervous system, and stuff.
0: Wow. Uh, Hopefully
1: hopefully I can achieve this goal. It will take uh, effort and time, but I will go for it the last sip of uh, of sweat
0: dude i it, it's just amazing running into you and and so basically the reason obviously why uh, i found you interesting was was because of the the war going on right now and then we started talking and i realized you you said something to me so where were you so you weren't born in the ukraine right
1: no, I'm I'm born in Lebanon, and I went to Ukraine for my studies. Yeah,
0: and and you told me something I thought was really powerful. You said, uh, yeah. you told me that even with the war going on, that you still want to live in the Ukraine, that you love it. And yeah,
1: that's true. I um, even though I I said I think you thought I was born there because the way I talked about Ukraine, like it's my forefathers' land. Uh, it's just uh, when you when you drink the water of Ukraine and you spend the time with people there, you feel like family. You know, still people in in Eastern Europe are uh, somehow uh, in the middle between being modern and uh, have some traditions as well. So you feel home immediately once you uh, stay there. Uh, so I feel in my heart that it's my my problem, the wars that happen, that's happening there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, I don't know it, what to
0: say. I, yeah, I just yeah, it's, it, I just it'd be like, like my land, so yep, yeah,
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, you're a patriot, basically, and and like you said, it's 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 your forefathers' land, and I, I love that so much. And I thought that was like the most poignant thing I've heard in a long time. That even with the war going on, you can't wait to go back. Can we? Uh, so so you're a med student when the war broke out, right? You, uh, mm-hmm. can you tell me about the first day that the war broke out?
1: Yeah, well, um, before the day that the war started, 24th of February, everyone was living there saying, no, there is no way. The Ukrainian people and Russian people are just um, uh, uh, brothers, and they were the same people long time ago, and they still uh, speak a uh, similar language, especially in Eastern Ukraine, they still speak uh, Russian. They switched it after the war because, uh, you know, they have to be patriots. Uh, so everyone was calling me, what's going on over there? Are you safe? Uh, do you think it will happen or not? I said, no, there is no way. I don't think Putin is that, uh, will go this far. He's, he's not that crazy because, uh, such war will be, um, destructive, cost a lot. Mm-hmm. And no one is winning from it.
0: Mm-mm. No, and... But it,
1: once the day, mm-hmm.
0: No, I was going to say, and, and my question is, like, uh, that morning, so so you said you... How, how were you woken up that morning?
1: Yeah, I, I woke up and there's some sounds of explosions and blast because the uh, first thing happened that there's a lot of uh, uh, missiles that hit ports and uh, airports and some strategic buildings. Mm-hmm. So I was shocked, like, am I still in my dream? So I slapped my face, washed my uh, face, and uh, looked through the window and i saw smoke oh my god i said no no i'm I'm still i'm still asleep i'm not awake but once i opened my phone and additional sounds of next blast i i thought like holy (laughs) shit it's it's happening yeah who
0: the fuck wakes up and yeah expects that you're a medical student you know just trying to get through through meta yeah med school and yeah, next thing you know, it's, it's a
1: peaceful country, not trying to overtake any, anyone, they just lo- love life, and that's it, I don't, what's the purpose of
0: doing so? Yeah, yeah, well, and, and I think, uh, and we spoke about that, I, you know, about how I feel about it, I honestly think Putin's doing it to uh, to try to stay in power, uh, dictators usually meet uh, their end, uh, usually by the end of a blade or, or a bullet, and, uh yeah, the, you, you the know term paranoia overtake them and occupy their brain y- yeah such thing happened yeah just like Crimea right so I the whole reason Crimea happened True. was it was for show kind of like Saddam was uh yes. yeah like Wizard of Oz type stuff you know um the projection of power yeah. you know to his oligarchs you, and you, stuff you but spoke,
1: you spoke about Crimea and there's an interesting topic that happened between the time Crimea was occupied uh, until the The war broke in Ukraine. So, you know, Ukrainian people are more looking towards the West and the freedom that is in uh, the EU and the US. And they protested because uh, the government of Ukraine was a puppet for Russia or Putin, to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, they wanted to join the EU and stuff. So um, Putin took advantage of the revolutions and marched towards Crimea and took it. By tanks, as every everyone knows. Uh, the point is, since then, uh, people in Ukraine knew that it won't end up there. Especially with, I saw in many shows that uh, in a game show, while Putin was a guest there, a kid uh, was asked, "Where are the borders of Russia?" and he said, "From there to there." But Putin took the mic and said, "There is no borders to Russia. This is scary." This shows you that it won't end in Ukraine, and they're trying to go much further, which is just to think about.
0: Yeah, the USSR type thing, Um, and and, you know that's yeah. And politically, so it's I'm I'm kind of different than most Americans. I told you that uh, I I was going to try to explain what I think most Americans think about the war, and it Mm -hmm. sadly it has nothing to do with the victims, you know, on both sides. But, uh, before I even get into that, did you happen to, uh, d- did you know anybody that ended up, like, your friends that were, that are fighting over there, do you know, did they have I to have enlist? I
1: that I, that they actually died there on the front line. Oh my god,
0: I'm sorry, bud.
1: Which is, which is, which is so sad, you know, they're just kind people. They have to, to answer the call because it's the matter of land and freedom, and people of Ukraine just suffered so much since World War Two, the famine that happened, the way Stalin treated them, it was a big disaster. They just want to live in peace for 20 years, and it's not happening for
0: them. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, and I know that, I know that, you know, there's, you had spoke about this, like, you didn't think they were going to go to war, because it's literally brothers and cousins, I mean, it's, it's an imaginary line.
1: That's 100%. Like, people, uh, Ukrainian people and Russian people were stuck between the borders. Yeah, yeah. They get, they, they, are married from each other, most people have double citizenship. It seems like cousins are, let's say brothers, more of a brothers, are fighting over what? People don't like this. Yes. It's a political thing and it's not justified for me.
0: Well, and there's there's stories now coming out of, uh, uh, well, I guess really the Ukraine intelligence, but I mean, you see soldiers trying to defect and, and, and leave, and, and nobody wants this fight. The only people that want the fight is is Putin and and the elites, right? And you can't Both even, sides, yeah. You, and you can you can even blame some of the West for this, you know, the Cold War stuff, geopolitics. But the sad part is, is like what you just said. These people just want to live in peace. And I I I'll say this about our government. I'm glad that we sent more defensive stuff like the Patriot missile systems that are helping supposedly there's supposed to be more coming um i know that they're sending over the f-16s like uh, block 70s the f-18s from australia um the thing is is Mm -hmm. there's there's chatter about you know counter-offensive and stuff um maybe taking back crimea and all this and honestly i think that would be a mistake i think even though crimea deserves to be you know still part of ukraine or you're you you know what i'm saying i think that the second the second you know, uh, Ukraine goes on the offensive, it's just going to escalate, and that's what violence always seems to do, you know? But, uh yeah, dude, so I'm assuming when you woke up that morning, that's what I wanted to get back to, when you woke up that morning, um, you seen the smoke, what happened after that?
1: Everybody was in chaos. Like, people are running, holding children and uh, valuable stuff running towards uh, buses and uh, train station. Uh, I thought... It's must be uh, just uh, a small act and it will end soon, but once I opened the media and I saw that it's uh, 100, 150,000 full-scale invasion, I said, no, it's it's not gonna uh, be that safe, so I waited for two days because I didn't want to leave, even though there were a lot of rockets flying over my head, but when it was too much of bombing, I couldn't stand staying there so I run to the train station leaving everything I just had a bag because the trains were, were overloaded and I was in eastern Ukraine so I had to leave to a safe place and uh, then the journey of escaping the war happened.
0: Yeah yeah can you talk a little bit about that uh, if you'd like?
1: Yeah um. uh, no problem. I uh, I entered the, the train station of Dnipro and uh, it was packed with people, like, there were people, like, uh, trying to enter there. But what I liked there, that uh, people uh, give priority to children and women to be safe, to go uh, safely away from the bombing. That's wonderful. And uh, when there was space, um, we, we chose to, uh, to enter, like, it was the last couple of seats, just to be in a safer state. In Ukraine to be able to uh, continue our studies online and stuff. Yeah. But the train was, uh, first of all, a bit slow. It's overloaded, and we uh, happened to stop at every station because we want to take as much people as we can. So we had to stay uh, uh, standing. And uh, it was a cold day, a terrifying day, stressful, it was terrible, like an experience.
0: Well, I'm sure nobody
1: experienced, uh, except for people who fight
0: at the front line. How, well, and my thing is, so I'm I'm trying to paint the picture for people. But you're uh, you're on an overloaded train, standing obviously. Um, how was yes. how was uh, like phone service? Was was it overloaded?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So were you able to at least speak with your parents or your family? Tell them, hey, I'm trying to get back.
1: Yeah. Like. I wanted to, I had some free time to answer people calling. Like I got loads of calls, like more than 500. My phone crushed. Uh, and I was um, in, a, in a stress and in a hurry, so I couldn't uh, manage to answer everyone. I tried my best, but whenever I had the chance, I uh, sent messages and the problem is, you know, the um, the network. And the data there instead the of four is getting slower for sure.
0: Wow, dude, I I can tell you this. What was it? Uh, what was it like when you finally got home? Um.
1: Well, I I slept for for two days and <laughs> I thought like this life is so short and you know some sometimes you were like before having such experience you be you you'll be like a shy person or someone who uh, just uh, timid and shy from everything don't have a strong personality and uh, keep secret a lot like confess the love to someone you keep this to yourself until a war happens, yeah. and you you seem to think yeah there's nothing uh, worthy of hiding it's a short life maybe uh, I could have uh, been struck by a rocket or something but well God, and... it didn't happen.
0: My first thing, and I, you know, I'm a 35, 6-year-old man. My first thing, I would have hugged my mom and my dad first thing as soon as I seen them, you know. Um,
1: that, that happened for sure, especially in my young brothers and sisters.
0: Well, well, how old are so you, happy. by the way?
1: I'm 24 now.
0: You're 24, 24 and then going through, man, yes. and you're handling this. That's That's the thing, and that's why I want to kind of get into the to, to uh, uh-huh. how I think most Americans it's, see the it's war. Hard, yeah,
1: it's hard to handle.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is you you you're amazing. You've you're an amazing person just to get through this, and and especially you know obviously you're smart enough to be in med school, but the the reason I wanted to, to have this conversation is is more of uh, what how you see the media online and stuff from the U.S. What do you uh? True. What do you think? What do you think about how Americans are reacting to the war?
1: Well actually and be I can't, be completely honest seriously uh, tell it's okay. The difference. Yeah I am I will be honest as much as I can because like people are, are divided you know everyone has his own point of view and you see like both um point of views some people say no it's not our business we don't have to be a part of this and other people say no people be reasonable it's uh, it's a war between leadership and freedom, and we have to stand and uh, support them. Otherwise, it can spoil to other places, and we don't want that, because if it happens, the cost will be much higher. So if we can end the war from this this time, so it's
0: well, better for everyone. And you said something to me in the pre-interview. Um, you are basically, you said, uh, you know, you're on a border with a dictator and they're on our doorstep and Mm -hmm. if we don't stop them here you know and I thought that was really smart Um, and it's true Um, the thing is I think most Americans at least where I'm at and I'm in a I'm in in the middle of the US in Kansas um, in a wealthy area and I kinda find the same thing I think most people that have a logical brain are just tired of, of all the misery and they want to send help and make it stop, you know, and then there's another half that are so burned out even by just our politics here that are crazy um, I think that they just check out, I don't think that it's not that they don't care I think they just, they're so beaten down here too and uh, nothing like what you're going through though that's, that's what kind of my point is uh, I hope I hope people listen to what I'm saying and what he's saying. You know, this war isn't about you know one side. I like these people don't want to even be fighting the war. Even the Russians don't want to be fighting this. And you
1: nobody s- wants war, man. It's, it's full of destruction and nobody is benefiting from
0: it. Nobody. And 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 the fact that there's a single life lost just because of uh, really a power grab, I think, is what this is. Um, just like Crimea, we got we were yeah. talking about that. I, I honestly, man, like, and I, and I want to be honest, so I'll be honest with you. When this first happened, um, I honestly, I, I don't buy into the whole conspiracy stuff, but there were there were ties from some of our government officials to uh, Ukraine, so there was like some news would run articles about how it's money laundering and all this other stuff, and. Honestly, I checked I heard out. About it, yeah. yeah, well, I checked out. I'm, I'm going to be honest. For the first three months of this war, I, I kind of checked out too. I was like, "Oh boy, here we go," and I just never really looked into it. And that's that's rare for me, right? And I've been talking to people over time. This is the first time I ever got to talk to somebody live, by the way. That you know, was there, mm-hmm. and yep. it just reminds me that you know, especially seeing some of the the internet chatter that that I do, especially right now. It's uh, a lot of lot of work but you're seeing people defect I mean we there's a video out there of a Russian sh- uh, soldier trying to trying to surrender right he's trying to defect and yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. and he sees the US drone have you seen that video? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah the drone walks him into yeah. yeah and that that actually made me super happy to be a human for a change because it wasn't just some kid with a joystick dropping a video game bomb you know. Um, and it it just yeah. That's true. Yeah. How easy people
1: think that people fighting over there are just monsters that hate each other so much, which is not the case. They just take orders and they have to fight because there is a a dispute over land. Otherwise, if you if they encounter them themselves uh, outside of the war, or sometimes you you can see the um, the moral values of some of them. They're just human. They interact with each other. One year and a half before. They were just friends and they, uh, like, I bet sometimes people saw each other and they were friends and it happened to be some on the other side of the front line and the other one on the other. It's, it's so fascinating.
0: Do, do you have any friends that are technically Russian? I have some friends that are, um,
1: that are originally Russian, yeah, and they happen to be in Ukraine at the time of the war.
0: Well, good for them, at and least.
1: And they, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And um, they, they just don't like it because they see the way and the treatment of Ukrainian people towards Russian, and they, you don't see this, um, like this feeling of hate between uh, those two people.
0: Yeah, it's, that,
1: it's that's why any reasonable person would think, no, it's not a matter between people; it's a political thing
0: see and that's that's exactly what it is it's it's people trading power with with people like you and I's lives and I again I, I love my country too, but my country is ju- just as guilty of you know warmongering as anybody else and um,
1: you, don't, you don't have a say in this you're just a normal human being like me so
0: yeah, you don't but, have a say over what abolition decides well and I'm glad I so my life um, I probably would have been a marine I would have been like Third or fourth generation Marine in my family, and I got hurt in high school, so I never went. And I always felt like, you know, I, to be a citizen, you know, I should serve. And I've, I'll always consider myself just a civilian. There's a difference, you know. But I, I'm yeah. glad I didn't go um, because I don't know what my outlook would have been after that. Um, I
1: agree because you don't you don't know where we'll, you will be deployed. Sometimes uh, the the attack. Uh, a force will make would be justified although sometimes it won't be so you might find yourself in a position you don't like to be in so I'm glad you're not there so.
0: no no and, and it's not even a it's not even that for me I, I just I, I wouldn't want to kind of drink the Kool-Aid you know where I'm just taking orders you know um, yeah a, a lot yeah, of I can my, agree with
1: you I wanted to be um, an officer as well before yeah but i thought no i'm a free person i like to experience uh, countries i want to learn languages and use it with people and just be a normal person with a kind heart
0: and so think for yourself sometimes the military yep. is,
1: yeah percent yeah, i don't like to hear orders from people shouting because it's, it's stressful for me <laughs> i was says the person obviously
0: well i mean you're, you're, you're you want to be a doctor i mean that kind of shows who your soul is you know you you want to help people you don't want to hurt them and uh, eventually you'll you I, I don't I don't see why you wouldn't make it but I, I can see you taking the Hippocratic Oath seriously um, mm-hmm. you know and that it's just it's fascinating to me to, to be able to talk to you all the way uh, in to, to Lebanon right now um, let me ask you this uh, what is your family think about you going back
1: well there is um, a problem for them thinking like why is he going there but at the same time they knew that they know that the situation here is not good either so it's two choices the sweetest of them is uh, how to say it's <laughs> it's it's not it, it's hurt it hurt people like I don't know what to say
0: well you're in a, you're just, in a weird region too so i hope i hope people I that am, I am. if if people yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. this
1: people it, have to know that
0: yeah, and that, I'll kind of explain it. So people, people here that are listening to this really should look up uh, Lebanon and where it's positioned globally. Um, you're surrounded on all sides of just craziness right now, and
1: yeah, but like you, the, the politics here, like you cannot wrap your brain around it. You just give up and tired from thinking about how uh, things are happening here yeah. economically. In terms of uh, uh, military and uh, wars that breaks and, and spoil overs that happen from nearby countries, it's so tiring for your brain to think
0: about it. Well, and I think, and, and that's what that's what I was guilty of until I kind of stopped. Like, um, I think, I think people like like myself probably think of uh, countries as wars. Uh, for example. You know, uh, you say Afghanistan, most people think of the war, or you think of um, uh, Vietnam, and where you're positioned regionally, I could say different countries. Yeah. And I'm going to let other people, you know, look that up because they should. And the fact that you're 24 and juggling all this plus med school, um, yeah. man, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish you could come over here and visit. Maybe dual citizenship or something like I really do. You're such a such a good kid, really. I, I I'm not gonna call you a kid, but you're seriously. I'm so impressed with with who you are as a person. It's just uh, thank I'm, you, man.
1: It's it's my first time talking to an American uh, person live on a call <laughs> outside of work, and uh, I'm glad to hear your uh, your thoughts on uh, the region and everything that happens because I don't have this encounter a lot. Like it's not usual for me.
0: Yeah, and and so happy it happens me too but and and that's why this is fascinating to me and I think that's why the podcast is kind of a really good thing um, not just not just for other people but for me personally like I said I I love talking to people and the fact that I get to talk to you not just because you're in Ukraine either um, Lebanon it, it just you in general is fascinating to me how you're juggling this so I um, I'll tell you this, not all Americans are, are the, you know, redneck, you know, America type. We, we have a bunch. <laughs> but uh, even those people, even those people at the end of the day, I think, those are the people who take off their shirt and protect, you know, women and children. And I just wish they were able to put themselves in your position for five seconds and really think about it. Um, and that goes for the Russian side, too, that doesn't want to, you know, they don't want to be there either. Um, they're starving to death. I mean, they're, they're in bad shape.
1: That's true, like, the way, the quality of life before the war is so different from now. A lot of resources are being pushed to uh, help the military while people are suffering from an economic problem of food supply. You know, a country like uh, Russia is so spread out, like you know, emptying the, the whole country from youth that can work, they're just marching toward the, uh, the front line, it's a big problem. It's a big cost
0: well and, and the saddest part too what people don't realize um, about Crimea uh, the reason mm-hmm. a, another reason why Putin probably wanted Crimea is it's it's literally the only area that has the ship and dry docks and stuff for submarines um, in fact mm-hmm. when when they took Crimea they they took over that uh, that aircraft carrier they basically stole it from Ukraine um, and I think that's why he wanted that uh, you know um, he, he wanted the sub-base yeah. basically
1: and, and and he wanted as well to control the whole Black Sea because Crimea is like pushed a bit further into deep into the, the Black Sea so he, after the war they didn't just block the access of Ukrainian ships they also um, uh, blocked the, uh, the port that uh, links Ukraine to uh, other parts of Europe through the Danube River so it's not accessible for Ukrainian ships to be there which is a big problem for transporting the um, seeds around the world, and that will cause, and it's causing now, a big, um, uh, like, it will cause a famine, uh, hopefully not, but it's a big
0: problem well, and for supplying the world. That's what I was going to ask you next. Like, um, obviously you're in Lebanon, so, you know, you're back home. Uh, I, is food and everything okay there at the moment? Like, all right Well,
1: be, uh, Once the, uh, after the explosion, you know, uh, and the loss of a lot of uh, goods and seeds there, uh, the economy is destroyed, the government filed bankrupt, Um, everything is, uh, let's say, is available but in in a very high price that people cannot afford. Like, minimum wages now are between $40 and $60, and as a small country you don't have a lot of industry to produce some uh, things locally so we import everything yeah and you have to pay for them in dollars so like if you if you work um, 10 hours a day uh, 22 days a month you cannot afford to buy a bag of bread for the whole month which is a complete disaster
0: oh my god dude well if it what so if if anybody listening to this could do something um like to help what do you think what do you think uh normal people can do to try to help is there is there something that you know a charity or something that might help you guys like especially when you get back to ukraine right because i know same things probably happening over there right now is there is there anything that people from around the world could could maybe do
1: yeah i I can i can say the following Uh, um here in my in my region Levant giving um, the aid for the people in need is so hard you have to find the correct charity that is not trading in the, uh, the problem happening yeah the corruption part uh, I can, yes I can say it's uh, not the case not totally the case in Ukraine because people there are
0: more focusing on helping each other well in and... the, the difference is
1: Ukrainian people are united problem in Lebanon is that people are 18 sectors which I, I don't know how we exist <laughs>
0: but do, it's just do the you case. know of a specific charity or anything that that's a good one um, I tell you what if, I can do if you're
1: talking in, yeah in Lebanon I'm not so familiar with it because uh, I spent much of my time before in Ukraine so I cannot uh, vouch for anyone to be uh, the helper but
0: um, well when I don't know if do you have phone service in Ukraine?
1: Yeah, yeah, we we'll still have.
0: Well, well I, definitely I keep checking in with me. Now. Yeah, definitely keep checking in with me. But the thing is, is uh, maybe we can uh, find a uh, uh, a correct link or something charity-wise uh, for aid. Yeah, I'm
1: more I'm more attached to charity in Ukraine. Like I know honest people that uh, can help, and I can introduce it to people. If not through me, they can contact them uh, directly without me. So uh, and they can check up for them in uh, their assignment with the government and all this stuff.
0: Like legit. yeah, that's wonderful. And and what I'll do is uh, when we get done here, I'll just uh, I'll get a link from you. I'll have you send me a, a link, and uh, we'll put that in the YouTube video so people know. Because uh, I, there's a lot of people out here that like like me, and I hope that they hear people like you. Um, mm-hmm. We're starting to see this more and more. Thank thank God for the internet but um that's true they
1: just want to be make sure it's going to the people who deserve it yeah. and i understand them they just want to be uh, helpful and uh, that's why i i can see the point
0: absolutely and and i'll get a link from you and and we'll we'll post that cuz again um i think i think a lot of people just want to make sure I, I can't even say make sure that's the wish they just want to help like I, I personally right now want to help like my heart goes out to all you guys over there, and the fact that you said, you know, Ukraine's basically my home, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. the whole idea of what most Americans think too. You know, there's a big thing about, you know, this is our land and pride, and it's just. I wish I you could. Have you? Them.
1: And I wish.
0: <coughs> go ahead, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I wish uh, all Americans that uh, feel the sense of patriotism uh, from Ukraine will get to visit the. <laughs> One day, and this patriotism will flourish because Ukraine is an uh, accepting place. They will feel the warmth there. Uh, so I wish this happened to all of them. Uh, yeah, what, what was you saying?
0: Um, well, I, I was curious. Um, how? So have you ever been to the U.S.?
1: No, I, I did not have the chance to do so.
0: Well, brother... That that's that's something that uh, we were talking about Missouri and kind of where I live and um, mm. you're just you're such a such a bright kid and stuff. I, I hope that you get to finish med school and maybe that'll be an outlet for you to at least come visit. Um, that's true. Yeah, Th- know, that
1: will be a, a plan. Yes,
0: I I tell you what, you know, they I don't know exactly much about the industry, but uh, you know, like cruise lines, they they uh, they have medical staff and stuff. And uh, I hear that's pretty pretty neat life, um, being on those cruise ships. So I don't know, brother. Yeah,
1: I, I like this type of life because I'm, uh, I used, I'm pushed to travel, so it's a part of my life right now. I cannot stand in the same place for more than six months. I feel the, the need to change my place. Um, I will think about this uh, cruise uh, thing, yeah. um, about visiting the U.S. I want to visit it for sure, um, uh, but, you know, in, in settling, I'd, I'd rather,
0: like, stay stay in Ukraine, stay in the U- uh, as long as the war the war is happening, because
1: every simple individual who can help in the um, uh, health department and uh, services is so needed there, and I would like to help once I got there.
0: Dude, you're so amazing, especially at 24, man, you're just blowing my mind, I, uh, you know, here's the thing about For Ukraine, sure, too. Is, yeah. I think where the U.S. Really, really is dropping the ball here is uh, they should, you know, you, the Ukraine should be part of the U.N. already. Um, and there, there's an obvious you mean, you reason. Mean the EU? The EU, I'm sorry. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the reason why that's not happening, obviously, is because that would commit a Western. So that would basically commit the West to joining the war, and that could escalate. That's I understand strong. that. But, it, honestly...
1: World
0: war III and well, and it's sad. Like, even Putin, you know, is sitting here calling it a special military operation instead of a war. Nobody wants this war. He just wants... I don't know what he wants. I think he's just trying to stay in power and not be overthrown, honestly. But, you know, I i don't know what to say about that, other than... It's,
1: there's a point I wanted just to, to talk about, that, you know, Putin is like a president that should be respected, and the uh, look for his word that he said, but he didn't uh, make sure he's, he's truthful, because before the war and when uh, American satellites said that there's like a lot of soldiers, the march that happened, 150,000 and all the equipment, he said, no, we're not uh, looking to invade any country. And this changed in a matter of four days. Like How could a person that is a president of, of Russia do this and lie to people? I, I still don't
0: get it. Well, and it, it, truthfully, he is... He's a complex guy in, in himself. Like, uh, I mean, being part of the KGB. I mean, being the KGB guy. And then next thing you yeah. know, he's president. It's a
1: different life. I don't know how... The way they live. And is like, grown up in this type of service. I don't know.
0: He seemed like like a psycho or something. I don't know. Well, and it's... Yeah, and and, you know, I've... I've looked into this a, a while now, I'm just Putin himself, and he used to be a lot different, too. As he's aging, um, you mentioned paranoia. He's probably feeling yeah, that yeah, paranoia, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, it's costing lives, and I am so sorry to hear about your friends, too. I I, I definitely, I'm going to get that link from you and maybe find a couple other ones where uh, people can maybe help, you know. At least at least make sure people are fed and get you you know basic medical supply stuff like that uh,
1: you know you know the health now is, is crucial in the, especially in the following months because the winter is coming and there's not a lot of supply for uh, to people to get to be warm you know uh, temperature there uh, when, go below minus like 25 30 degrees Celsius I don't know how how much is it in Fahrenheit but it's freezing it's cold, like, 30 like 30
0: degrees yeah 20 degrees. yeah Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's freezing, and uh, there's not a lot of resources. There will be a problem of gas, how people will heat, cook, eat. I don't know how. This winter is is crucial.
0: Yeah, that's what I fear, too. Um, And and you've seen, I mean, people have already seen it, even last year. You know, people basically in a house, not even with a fire, you know, doing their best to just (laughs) cover up with blankets. It's It's sad, dude. It's
1: freezing cold there. You feel like there's electricity passing through your body. It's freezing cold there.
0: Well, man, I, I'll tell you what—we'll—we'll we'll definitely throw up some links and, and hopefully, people from around the world can hear your voice and kind of what's going on over there. Let me ask you this: uh, how how long ago uh, were when you going back? You said
1: going back to Ukraine, like in uh, the next week or something. Yeah. Yeah, just arranging the the entrance because obviously there's no airports working in Ukraine, so I have to uh, uh, go by land. From another country, Romania or Moldova or so, so it's it's going to
0: be a, a hard journey. And and then honestly, brother, you are you're, you're just incredible. Uh, to hear somebody say, "No, I want to go back and help," and and basically, it's it seems like it's out of loyalty too. Um, it seems like Ukraine gave you, you know, an opportunity to go to school and and just that amount of loyalty, mm. brother. Like I'm telling you, it. There's not a lot of people around the world that probably do the same thing that you're doing. Um, well, wait, and, and there right, might there might this be.
1: Message because, hmm. Yeah, go ahead, bud. Yeah, um, these days nowadays people think that everyone should live for his own life, don't care about other. And if we uh, think the same, that, yeah, if everyone is thinking that way, why should I be the difference? Well, no, if me, you, and uh, the next generation, our children, we raise them to these values, the world would be a better place. I, that's my message to
0: the world. I couldn't agree more, man. And, and and in all seriousness, like, you are just, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I know that there's a ton of people that feel like I do, and there's obviously a ton of people that feel like you do. And really, so, I, I'm not religious, I'm an agnostic, I'm not atheist or anything. Mm-hmm. But it kind of circles back around to, uh, there was a passage, I think, I think it's just the Christian Bible, but it, basically, it's, um, how does it go? Uh, long of the short.
1: Similar
0: to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, long of the short, the meek will inherit the earth, right? We, the good people have to stand up mm-hmm. at this point and say, you know, enough's enough. And, it, and it, a lot of this is our fault, too. Politically, we, we elected these yes. people, or we allowed, you know, this stuff to happen uh we allowed we allowed ourselves to take orders and say oh well i was told to you know and someone like you and 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 all those people in ukraine just like around the world all 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 us normal people that actually care about each other we really need to we really need to just kind of stand stand up up for ourselves yeah and say like this is enough man you know um And the sad thing is, I don't know how much you've dug into this, but most of our world leaders could be classified at the very least as sociopaths. Um, It has to do with uh, motivation and power and stuff like that. But psychologically, most of them are sociopaths. And um, the human race just needs to stop being lambs, man. Um, I've I've actually written about this, but the the human race is basically grown up um, taking orders from somebody, the mass. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just, we got to stop doing that. We got to find people like you. There's people like us around the world, man. And
1: they're just afraid to like, if they cause a revolution or something, they don't want to destabilize their country. And usually what happens is the country kept falling down in all means economically and uh, in terms of security. And like, just people want to look for what will happen next, but things are getting worse day after day. And you know it.
0: Well brother man, one of these days I have a bucket list, but one of these days it would be amazing to visit Damascus. I've always wanted to see it. Um Yeah. One day, one day. And maybe, who knows? Maybe so, maybe you maybe I can come and visit your your home. But it'd it, it,
1: like to have you, man. You have to experience the hospitality here. It's um, a small part of the world, the Levant. We can go for a tour around Many countries. You well, can go to Lebanon, Syria.
0: I, I was going to say Syria. What's the capital city yeah. there in Syria? It's gorgeous. It's, uh, yeah,
1: it's Damascus. Is it is
0: Damascus, dude? I, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen the many, doc-
1: many big cities.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, and I've seen documentaries. It's gorgeous. It's it's like the the most fun. It looks like the most fun place at night. You know, there's bands playing. The food looks incredible. Yes,
1: yeah, you're talking about Beirut, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's,
1: it's the Texas of uh, the Middle East is it? Is it? You just love, yeah, yeah. It is. It's the best place for you to have fun and to enjoy the beach and to do all the stuff that are not uh, common in other places in the Middle East. And like many people said, people here party like there is no tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and there might not be sometimes. You know, it's and and <laughs> here's the thing. Here's 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 the thing about America that that people don't realize. Like I'm. I, everybody has guns here, right, and that whole freaking thing. Yeah. And, and you know, we kill each other and stuff with it. Kids are shooting up schools, and I understand all that. But there's one reason why, why there's been no, like, foreign boots uh, on American soil, and it's just because we have those guns. It's just like Vietnam. Um, I mean, guerrilla warfare, so... <laughs> The Americans, the the civilian population has something like three to, three guns to one person, or something like that. It's a crazy stat. Now it doesn't work out like that, but yeah, it's just the thing with the guns. I get it. Yeah, the thing with the guns. I I'm not necessarily like I like to have my gun and personal protection and stuff, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not the hillbilly type. That's like America, and all that. I'm a yeah.
1: You know, having a gun doesn't uh, like usually mean that live in a chaos like you know in switzerland it's the case as well everyone has a gun but yet they're disciplined and like uh, parents teach their children to respect having a gun is not for it's not a toy to use whenever you're angry yeah so if just people and parents and families teach their kids the values and the uh, like the chivalry and the honor to have a gun those mass shooting wouldn't have happened exactly so it's just a matter of raising and uh,
0: well, I think there's some the stuff water we could do water here water too. Water. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely screen people and stuff a little bit better. But the thing is, the thing is, here you gotta come see Texas. You gotta, you gotta come to Texas because everything you said is is literally Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, but you, you would, you would have a blast.
1: Everybody here is fascinated by this scene, like from the movies and the Cowboys. And <laughs> the cowboys. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the the music there, the, like the rolling. <laughs>
0: I don't know how, how to call it <laughs> Well I'll tell you what when we get off here I'll actually send you a picture of me and my my cowboy hat but yeah <laughs> I uh that would be awesome, th- man. That's kind of where I'm from It's
1: also related to barbecue
0: and hot dogs right Oh yeah so so Kansas City where I live it's the best barbecue in the world you got to come and try it I wish I could send you yeah. some actually but it won't it won't it won't keep but yeah, one day, man. I'm telling you, and and especially with with who you are, it seems like you like you said you you like to travel. One day, man, and and seriously check in with me um, when you get back. Um, maybe maybe I can talk to you again, and you can kind of tell us how stuff's going over there. But uh, yeah, honestly, brother, it's it's been a, a complete honor to talk to you, man. So just just please be safe. More um,
1: than open to be touch with you all
0: the time give you all updates you want dude seriously my, my honor to do so no man and you're such a good person um let me ask you uh, do you have a plan or anything like do you I know that the Patriot systems are up there um, and they're doing a pretty good yeah. job um, are, do you know are 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 bombing still happening over there are, are targets still being hit
1: well I guess like more than seventy percent of uh, rockets are shot by the uh, Patriot system and uh, other systems provided by the U.S. Uh, Sometimes there's uh, some gliding bombs that are shot thrown from planes that fly across.
0: Yeah, those are the. Quarter, yep, not not those are the KM one hundred ones. That's what those are. KM one hundred ones. They're cruise missiles.
1: Yeah, they, they're doing a great job. So they say that the sky now is almost, especially in Kiev. well, I don't know what the situation could have been without those systems, man.
0: Yeah, so yeah, and that's, that's a, that's a big thing too, and, and again, I think that at least we did that right, you know, we, we didn't send yeah, offensive otherwise weapons. I will
1: not be able to go back there, you know, yeah. the only thing pushing me is the belief in, first of all, like, uh, my, um, way through the life, and that uh, Patriot Systems and other systems are helping to keep the, the roof stable, you
0: know? Yeah, absolutely, and, you know, through internet chatter, and, you know, stuff that I look into, um, I hope that we're sending you more Patriots, I'm pretty sure we are, um, the thing is, is uh, it's almost like a mini Iron Dome at this point, um, it's not as good, That's of course, true. yeah, it's not as good, yeah, thank but... You enough. Oh no! It's not me. It's not me. It's 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 people that are better than me and smarter. But I'm glad that they did it you're, finally. You're
1: included. I bet everyone like do their job. Yes. Yeah. Are part of this, so uh, somehow you're a part of uh, helping and saving lives of many people.
0: Well, dude, let me know when you get back. Maybe uh, I don't know. Is there Americans deployed over there, or you just, or is Ukraine just using the systems? Do you know? I
1: guess there's some. Technicians, like a couple of hundreds, that are teaching people how to use those systems and other light guns. Okay. I don't know if there is uh, like uh, people fighting on the front line from the cover. I don't think so. Probably. I don't have probably exact not. Yeah. Information. Yeah, but for technicians, yeah, for sure, because um, NATO and Western uh, guns are new to Ukrainian uh, military, so they've been training on them uh, since the beginning of war. Some of them are mastering. Like there's people marching towards the deployment now, and they need to be uh, taught how to use it. So, yeah, I guess there's a lot of technicians.
0: Good. Well, and the reason I even brought that up is uh, if you get a chance, like, I don't know, you're probably in a pretty safe area at school, but um, the thing is, is if you could, if you ever run into a technician, maybe ask them, you know, what's the best thing for me to do if, because I know, I know that Russia wasn't supposed to be making those cruise missiles, missiles anymore. And apparently they still are. Um, which is against some some sanctions, I guess. Um, which is terrible, but sounds about right. Um, but from what I can tell, they can only make up to three or four a month. Something like that, of these giant missiles. They yeah. weigh as much as a car.
1: Same applies to tanks, actually. Like uh, Russia, before the um, the collapse of the uh, the Soviet Union, they could produce a lot of tanks in a month, but now it's... I guess 20 a month which is uh, like very poor it's not enough for them to um, to follow the the needs yeah
0: so and and, and honestly you javelins
1: and other thanks from
0: the West are doing a great job no? well see and yeah and and a javelin uh, yeah you, that's a great point see and this is you're a doctor but you're smart enough to know this basically so you're a meds I'm sorry almost a doctor but the, yeah. the thing is the thing is is like yeah why I'll, I'll spend two thousand dollars on a missile you can build a five million dollar tank and that missile is gonna win every time and yeah stuff like proper, that
1: uh, right.
0: yeah just stuff like that but honestly I, I think uh, I like I said I know I know that there's some help coming I know that the u.s made a deal with Australia there's supposed to be f-18s coming um, over uh, there
1: it will be a
0: yeah, and, and the only thing you know, the F sixteen it's a great, great platform, especially these Block seventies. They're amazing. They have the same avionics as like the F thirty five. Yeah. But the F eighteen is they, more they of a strike. Can
1: take, they can take they can take down any the uh, usual uh, Russian jet from Soviet eras that are the most used now because they have a better radar from far away. Would be game changing as
0: well. Yeah, and from what I hear, from what I hear, uh, a lot of the the Russian avionics. Uh, radars and stuff—they're having issues. Like, again, this isn't like a dick—you know—measuring contest. Excuse my language, but the thing is, is um, like you said, I think it's—it's it's a big thing about stability too, because obviously, the EU could stop this immediately, but escalation—you know—and I just really, at the end of the day, um, I want to push that link again that I'm going to put in the video. Um, it's going to be in the description here. Um, if you guys want, please, you know, take a look at it, read about it, maybe maybe help these guys out. Because, like he said, winter is coming, and they they, they do import everything. Um, they don't have, like, massive farmland and stuff like that, guys. So, I don't know, brother. I appreciate you uh, having the guts to come on and just Thank talk to so
1: me. Thank you so much, man. You're a great person with a great message. I'm, I'm so happy to be here and to talk about these points. Like, you don't usually see this in the media. Unless you happen to be with the
0: correct person. Yeah, and that's what amazed I'm me, dude. i so like, happy
1: to say this
0: thing. This was the best best thing in the world, man. Like, the last thing I ever expected was to wake up and have this conversation. And, and honestly, I'm so glad I, I stayed home from work. <laughs> so, me too, man.
1: That's, that's
0: how life and luck made <laughs> Well, dude, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Um, uh, I, do you, do you want to say anything else? Um, we're going to have you back on for sure, but... Do you want to say anything else while you got a second?
1: Well, I I want to say just uh, for for everyone here, believe in humanity. Things are hard right now, but if uh, every one of us believed in humanity and ending this suffering and war, uh, we can reach to it. I know sometimes people just want to rest their mind and don't think about it. Well, just prayers or uh, uh, any help, do a change don't think a small uh, help will be not noticeable it's it's crucial every penny is crucial and uh together we can add the suffering
0: but i i have nothing i can add other than thank you and uh thank you so much man, I, for I,
1: giving me this opportunity
0: absolutely and, I'll, and like i said i'll talk to you soon but um I, I i hope you guys you know really think about the stuff that we were talking about send some love uh to north especially Um, but with that being said you know I'm cool for the Cool Cakes Podcast and we're out of here